Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Hi, my name is Masa Jati. I'm here to discuss with you the real why on life and how to have it all. I'll also guide you through a 10-minute meta-healing uh, where I help you instill those frequencies so you can have it all. Joining with me is uh, producer, uh, on-air personality, uh, Crystal Fambrini. Crystal, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me on your podcast, Moss. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for being here. So being that this is your first podcast, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, what is exponential intelligence? Uh, exponential intelligence is going beyond, say, the physical knowledge of what we have here and going into, say, the real uh, nuts and bolts of how our life exists or how we exist in life. Once you can connect to that exponential knowledge, uh, transforming your life becomes much easier, much more efficient, and, well, less painless, actually. Awesome. I love th that idea of, of living beyond your abundance. Yes. What does that mean exactly? <laughs> beyond abundance. You know, there's a lot of people who think that money, if they had X amount of money, then they're going to be satisfied. They're going to be happy. But I work on people with tons of money, and they're in the same situation as, say, the medium income, the low income, and so on like that. So it's really... Uh, having a general sense of well-being internally where, say, the money, the health, the wealth, uh, the relationships are actually the icing on the cake for you okay? mm -hmm. rather than that wanting of being complete. You're being, you are, you're being. Yes, you are. Yes, exactly. And in, in the show opening, it says exponential intelligence is the real why on life and how to have it all. That's about it. That is exactly how you have it all. Is the, beyond abundance. Beyond abundance, exactly. I love that. And I, I hear you say a lot, 360 degrees of abundance. Mm -hmm. The 360 degrees of abundance, uh, you know, is that where people go, again, if I had, say, an excellent spouse, I'll be mm -hmm. satisfied. And then we're not satisfied. You know, the 360 degrees of abundance is coming into such, say, massive abundance at a spirit level or higher level, a higher intelligence level uh, through exponential intelligence that um, everything in your life, say, outperforms. Okay? Everything in your life is fantastic. Your relationships, your health, uh, you know, your finances and so on, not just little pieces of the pie. That's why I call it 360 degrees of abundance. And it's happened for tens of thousands of people. It's not just a theory. Uh, it's actually happened for tons of people out there that have helped. So how do, how do we get exponential intelligence? How do we get exponential intelligence? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, that place of being? It's really as simply as listening to the podcast. That's one of the ways. As I speak, uh, just note that I'm working on you. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. Just helping you change your frequencies uh, to help you take, clear away any baggage that's distorting you in this lifetime. Okay. Uh, and then also through the website, uh, if you want more, you know, faster, uh, we do the 21 day meta healings. We do a lot of group sessions, group transformations on success and, uh, frequency clinics and so on and so on, uh, that we do. And it's all on the website, masajati.com. I do have to commend you for the amount of time and effort you, you put into this to help people acquiring exponential intelligence. I mean, you, you are always on calls. You're always yes. somewhere in the world and yes. you're always like doing like these surprise pop-up teleforums. Yes. Um, I mean, you're nonstop. It's pretty, it's, 
it's inspiring. Thank you. Uh, I do work on thousands of people a week. Oh my gosh. I mean, how, how do you do that? How do I do that? <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it's really self-fulfilling, you know, the energy. And a lot of times, you know, I've worked on hundreds of people in a day, actually, mm -hmm. some of the expos and so on that I go to. Uh, and I literally don't eat or I have a very little water because it's uh, once you get connected to that exponential intelligence, you're self-sustaining. You really don't need anything outside of you to sustain yourself. So that's how I do it. And it's a lot of fun. And that's why I've had a lot of practice. <laughs> Do you consider this your, your mission, like why you're here in this world? At first I didn't, but now, uh, yes, at, at a deeper level. You know, uh, in the beginning, again, I thought I was going to be a computer programmer and so on. But uh, after that second year death, I wouldn't say it a mission. It's just a really a state of being where I help myself as well as helping thousands and thousands of people all around the world. Yes, it has become my mission. Um, and w did you come up with this word exponential intelligence or has this been around for a while? Uh, I came up with the word exponential intelligence, um, but it's uh, the, the, the teachings that I know uh, is, is actually timeless. Uh, it goes beyond, say, the historical knowledge or linear time frames that we have. Uh, it is really a timeless format. You can use it. In fact, it's been used thousands of years ago and it's still, uh, again, uh, coming back in resurgence uh, today. It's exponential. Ex exponential, exactly. <laughs> and so do you have exponential intelligence? Have you mastered this? Uh, exponential intelligence, nobody ever masters it because it is exponential. It's it's kind of like the number system, right? Uh, you can never, it's, it's limitless. There's mm -hmm. never a limited. So exponential intelligence, uh, yes, I work out of it, uh, Constantly, I'm in it uh, daily, and that's how I operate myself, and that's how my life has actually transformed, and that's how I've I've transformed tens of thousands of lives as well. Wow! How did you acquire exponential intelligence? Uh, I acquired in exponential intelligence through a series, say, of life uh, changing experiences. You know, and just before I get into, say, the two experiences that really, say, opened me up to exponential intelligence, you know, before I was always searching, just like you guys, I was always searching for, say, something that unlocks, say, our true abilities, right? Mm -hmm. And I looked into religion, uh, and I found out that religion had a lot of holes in it, okay? Although a very good knowledge, but again, a lot of, a lot of holes in it. And then I looked into, say, motivational books, uh, trying to be successful, Right, uh, trying to make a lot of money, and then I started to notice, well, uh, that a lot of people that I knew that was that were very wealthy, you know, they weren't that happy. So it wasn't an all-around completeness that I was looking for. My first near-death experience opened me up to say a new level of awareness, and that's where it all really started. And then I had my second near-death experience that really say heightened say, the abilities uh, that I was given. Mm -hmm. And so are you saying for like people listening, the viewers, what can they take away from starting this path of exponential intelligence? Uh, for the viewers, uh, again, you don't have to have a near-death experience to come into the exponential intelligence. Basically, once I got connected after that second near-death experience uh, with a higher, say, uh, experience of who we truly are, 
right? An awakening, if you will. Uh, that's what I do for you. Uh, I am, I am that guide that brings you into the connection to those higher realms, those higher realities for you. So you don't have to go through the trauma, the, the experiences and so on. Uh, so when you are connected to the higher energy levels, does that bring us peace and joy? Uh, it brings you in 360 degrees of abundance. You know, people uh, define define your 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 meaning of joy and peace. Really, uh, mm-hmm. y- you know, most people uh, again pursue uh, a fantastic, say, uh, income, right? Uh, they go for the big money, and and again, I know a lot of people who make a lot of money, and then there's something missing in them, or they go and say, "I want to save the world," you know, mm-hmm. and they go and save the world, and then they go, "Well, you know, what is there for me?" Classic case: those individuals that uh, that train for the Olympics after the four years, you know, they've trained so hard, and then what happens to them? They usually get depressed because after that, there's no goal, there's nothing there. So, you know, that happens quite a bit. Or you're in a relationship. It's like, you know, if I can find that perfect spouse, right, mm-hmm. uh, I'll be fantastic. And then two, three years later, you feel empty inside. You've found that perfect spouse. You've found that, say, perfect mate that provides you that love, the money, the security, whatever you need. And then there's that emptiness. You know, why is that, right? Uh, exponential intelligence allows for us to be, say, completely uh uh, complete from the inside out. Uh, all the other explanations that I've given you is really you trying to fulfill an emptiness inside. Uh, when you have exponential intelligence or when you run from exponential intelligence, you're complete from the inside and then, and then the completeness that you feel through, say, wealth, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, through, uh, closer relationships, through better health, uh, anything. That, that is in existence for you or that you experience life through, uh, that, becomes, um, uh, that becomes, say, the icing on the cake. It doesn't become you. That makes sense. I get it. That sounds amazing. You're complete no matter what, essentially. Yes, exactly. Yep, you are not, uh, you know, the physical assets that you have uh, does not give you the confidence. It's not about, you know, your title. It's not about how much money you make. It's not about who you know. Uh, because all those are, are very fleeting, right? Yeah, you, you know, uh, you say something wrong and then you lose all your friends and they, they diss you or something like that. And then what? Your confidence is gone. Or back in 2008, right? The stock market crash. Uh, what happened? Billionaires were uh, committing suicide. Uh, is that complete confidence? Right? Uh, no, not at all. You can only acquire com- complete confidence through, again, exponential intelligence. If you really think about it, Crystal, it's a state of presence. Mm-hmm. It's a state of being. Okay, mm-hmm. and that state of being like transcends. It transcends uh, time. It transcends distance. So, if you're say listening to a recording uh, of say what a, one of my meta healings or one of my forums and so on, it will still help you transform. Um, and and that sounds kind of strange because you know we're a creature of of, of people, especially um, business individuals, you know, we're a creature like that A-type personality, you know, we're that creature that goes, we have to do something physical. We have to, say, get to uh, goal X, right? Uh, exponential intelligence doesn't work that way. Uh, not at all. It, it's always on. It's You're in a state of being. You're in a state of, say, that presence. And that what, that's what makes you complete. So there's nothing that you have to go outside of yourself. And the completeness that you feel actually brings everything into you. It's like the secret to the secret that was never given 
in that yeah. book, The Secret. So. No, that makes sense. And, um, you know, I live in LA mm-hmm. and sometimes I think I will be in a great sense of being or I'll be feeling complete. And then, you know, someone will mm-hmm. just be rude or they'll drive by me and honk. And all of a sudden I feel my energy and it shakes me yes. and I'm out of my state of being complete mm-hmm. and I'm like frazzled. Right. <laughs> um, so that's why for me, I love doing your meta healings because it keeps yes. me on point and it's, I'm able to better shift and work on my state of being in that moment and not let those other energies affect my insides. Yes, exactly. And that's, uh, you know, listening to the meta healings, uh, listening mm-hmm. to the teleforms that we do, and then most importantly, listening to the podcast. Just listening to this, uh, say, podcast will transform you. In fact, some of you might be feeling, say, a little different. And I always like to, say, caution individuals who are a little more sensitive to, say, the frequencies that I, that I generate. You know, if you're driving and listening to the podcast, just be careful because people do get disoriented. That's how powerful uh, what I do is. And um, what do you call yourself? What do I call myself? <laughs> I've been like, known, what is this work? <laughs> uh, it's quite interesting. I haven't really defined myself because it's very limiting, you know. But before, mm-hmm. uh, I used to call myself um, uh, a catalyst, you know, for change, um, transformational catalyst, uh, success energizer. Uh, now, you know, I kind of call myself or connect to uh, an oracle. Okay, and the only reason is, you know, an oracle uh, back in the day. It was used by kingdoms, uh, high society, and so on to to tell the past. And even, by the way, even now, nowadays, a lot of, say, uh, high-level executives use some type of, say, an oracle or an intuitive. But anyway, they used to tell the past uh, and foretell the future. Uh, I basically can do that for you. Uh, but when the one major, and I call it major exception, is that I can edit your past, changing your present, thus transforming say your future. I'd love to hear more about that. It sounds like that's another podcast all in itself. <laughs> yes, it's it's really neat. It, you know, it's not about, you know, when people think about that, you know, they think it's a little sci-fi, uh, mm-hmm. a little woo-woo, but it's really not. You know, there's uh, the field of quantum physics, uh, the field of, well, what Albert Einstein came into, uh, his theory of on relativity, uh, you know, the speed of light and so on and so on that, you know, there's tons of scientific evidence with that. I'm that person that actually can do it. So quick question on this. Does mm-hmm. that mean that you transport yourself back into time to work on someone's past? Uh, I don't transport myself back into time, you know, but but being the species of human that we are, we have, say, abilities that we can disconnect from time. So in a sense, yes, uh, it's not really transporting, but going back to a time frame where, say, the distortions was created in you. Okay, so let's just give an example, a real life example. Okay, uh, and and this happens a lot, and it might resonate with a lot of people. Uh, and by the way, guys, uh, the difference is that I can instill this exponential intelligence to transform you as well. Again, you don't have to have that near-death experience. I just want to uh, reiterate that. Uh, but coming back to this example, uh, very, very simple. Say you were traumatized, right? When you were like, uh, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years old, mm-hmm. right? Something happened to you, whatever it might be. Um, and then you wear a lens that distorts you. You always see through that perspective, right? So what do you do? Uh, you attract, since you're wearing or dis- having that distorted lens, right? you attract more distortion into you. 
to, uh, to make that reality, say, real for you, to prove that it's real for you. Okay? Uh, and you come up to, say, your current age, and say your life is distorted, you still get abused, you don't have the right relationships, and so on and so on. Uh, again, a global setting that you resonate from. So what I do is I go back in time and I literally can go back in time and I, once I connect with you, and I, again, it might sound a little sci-fi and so on, but you know, if you listen to the global healings that we do online and so on and so on, uh, teleforums that I, you know, that I work on people live online or even the events that we, that we have online, you'll see what I, what I can do. But anyway, I can go back in time and I go, oh, here's the frequency that you resonate at. You know, it started when you were, you know, eight, nine, ten. Something something happened to you where you were abused and you run from that. So what I do is I go ahead and delete that time frame for you. Okay. Uh, what happens is time or your experiences that you've had so far, it, it's not written in stone. It's very dynamic. Okay? It changes, say, the fabric of how you see yourself today. Uh, again, Einstein's theory of relativity. Depending on where you are, you can access the future realities depending on again the point that where you are so i ch i shift that point it shifts the point of where you are presently allowing you to say s future possibilities at this moment for you and that's how that shifts uh, to give you a case in point to further that no matter how old you are you know and this is again a real life experience uh this gentleman he was in his uh 60s okay uh something happened to him you know back in like 12, 13, 14, around that age range, uh, I deleted that time frame. Okay? He comes back to me and goes, Moss, I can't believe it. What's happening is I'm seeing the world through a, a, young, a young boy's perspective. You know, the reason why is you can't leave that blank. You can't leave that space blank. So what, what, what do you do? What does your, say, higher self do? Uh, it goes back and it goes, well, I didn't like the scene. Now that it's deleted, let me recreate the scene that was supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. And it fills in that gap, uh, just like editing a video or, you know, a movie. Uh, they don't like the scene, they reshoot it, and then it works out better, right? It works out better through their whole life. The, uh, the distortion is gone, thus, thus the available opportunities for you in the present moment uh, are much grander. It kind of goes along with that, um, the wording I've heard before, you are what you believe you are. Yes, exactly. So if you believe things to be different then things will be different. True. Uh, you know, and it goes further because no matter, say, what you believe, no matter, you know, this is, uh, Crystal, this goes far beyond, say, belief systems. This goes far beyond uh, goal setting. This goes uh, far beyond, say, mantras or, uh, you know, the little thing, post-it notes that you put on your fridge. It's really, say, deleting those frequencies so you just shift almost instantaneously or within a short time frame. You know, the, most of the way, you, it kind of brings up uh, the process of how most people change. Uh, it's an outside-in process, right? They go to a seminar, uh, they try a self-help book, they, you know, they go to a psychologist, they go to a doctor, whatever it is, and they try to change themselves from a physical level, right? into, mm -hmm. say, an internal level. Uh, this goes to the core level. Again, your core level programming or your blueprint. And once you edit the blueprint, it has a ripple effect and almost immediately it transforms you. Uh, it transforms your life. You just see your life from a different perspective. And you actually believe, you know, the, the, the little sayings on your fridge that you have. 
Right, <laughs> so. right. I do have those on my fridge. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why I'm picking them up. <laughs> I have so. a lot of them. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm picking up on you. I got it. That's crazy. My mom writes me a little post. I literally have a post-it note on my fridge right now. Okay. I'm going to have to take a picture of it and share with everyone. Oh, when you're saying that stuff and you've never been to my house, I'm like, what is no. he saying right now? No. <laughs> um, but you mentioned in that, which I found interesting, uh, frequencies. Mm-hmm. Can you explain your definition of what a frequency is, what frequencies are? Sure. Uh, yes, very clearly. Uh, again, this goes back to like quantum, quantum physics and mm-hmm. you know, physics realm. Uh, anything that is created in life is a frequency. Okay? It's generated by frequencies. In fact, we are more like a planetary system. Uh, we create, uh, say we generate our own, say, frequencies or our own gravitational pull to create the life that we have. Okay. Now let's keep getting a little too far into it and we'll get that into another podcast. Um, but just to bring it back down to a simple understanding, uh, anything that is created, just like a color, if you look at it on an oscilloscope, it has a certain frequency pattern, right? Uh, a yellow is a certain frequency pattern. You know, red is a certain frequency pattern. Uh, gold has a certain frequency pattern. Um, wood has a certain frequency pattern. Different types of wood have different frequencies. So you are basically a frequency generator with thousands of different frequencies that create the life that you have. Okay? Uh, I call that your frequency signature. Because okay? it's a combination. Uh, once you edit those frequencies, you can change your frequency, you change your life. Okay. Let, uh, let me let me give you a solid example. And this was done back in the seventies. And this is you can Google it, by the way. Okay. Uh, it was it was I think Journal of Psychology. It was an individual who had multiple personalities. Uh, on the one personality, uh, this individual uh, tested for diabetes. So he had kidney failure. He had um, you know distorted blood sugar levels and so on. Right. Uh, hard physical test. He switches over right into the next personality, okay? And they test them again. Uh, there is no signs of kidney failure. Uh, there is no sign of blood sugar levels. In, in this reality, uh, the person didn't want to, say, experience diabetes. So, you know, what happened? Did you change physically? Not at all. Uh, you know, you changed at a frequency level that, say, well, you did change physically, but, I mean, how did you create that change in your physical being? Uh, you changed it at a core level. And once that core level was changed, your physical being changed almost, well, in this case, instantly. Uh, this guy is, say, uh, an expert at shifting his, his, you know, his mm-hmm. physical form. And basically that's what I do. I change you at a core level frequency through, uh, exponential intelligence. Okay. That I've been, say, um, learning or, you know, it's, it's been, uh, gifted to me. Uh, and that's, I hand that over to you guys or I, uh, I pass that on to you. And that's how you change your life as well. So Moss, when you were talking about the case with the guy who said, well, he had diabetes and then he didn't have diabetes. Yes. Did this happen because of a lifestyle change over a couple of days or a couple months? Or, or how quickly did he transform from having diabetes to not having diabetes? Instantaneously. When I see, say, in this case, you know, and, and I do see people with multiple personalities. And as they switch from, say, one personality to another personality, uh, their whole life being, their whole physical form changes. Um, wow. okay. So in this case, again, you can Google it. Mm-hmm. Instantaneously, one, say, higher self wants to have an experience of diabetes. When he switches 
over, right? When that other higher self takes over, uh, what happens is that your body shifts. In this case, uh, again, since he's an expert at it, if you will, uh, although it does distort him, everything physiology uh, changes as well for him. So, again, that's an expert. Uh, and, um, you know, my abilities aren't, say, that instantaneous, but I have had, say, a lot of instantaneous type changes or transformations uh, for individuals, whether it is, say, physical. Obviously, the physical changes people can see more rapidly, but... Uh, again, in, 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 in relationships or finances, they do see those changes rather quickly. Yeah, that's amazing. That, that mm-hmm. diabetes study, I'm going to definitely Google that. Oh, that is definitely. absolutely fascinating. And especially now, you know, with Americans, so many Americans have diabetes. Yes. People wa- listening to this, um, you know, chances are a lot of them have diabetes. So that's yes. really fascinating mm-hmm. a, a topic to bring up. Now, I would like to go into how you came on this life path mm-hmm. of being an oracle. You didn't always have these skills. Um, no, I was always intuitive. Say as a child, I was like different as a child, mm-hmm. you know, and then I shut it down. Uh, like everybody else, you know, when they're intuitive or, you know, know uh, a grander, say, knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. And, and we, we feel a little different. So what do we do? We want to, say, connect uh, with the group. So we shut that space off. Uh, and then later on in life, as adults, what do we do? We want to come back into ourselves, right, and reconnect. Okay? So if you have kids and so on, really foster that ability of intuition. Uh, but it really, really strengthened me or proved to me uh, that it goes beyond, say, religion. It goes beyond self-help. It goes beyond, you know, motivation or even, you know, the thousands of different meditational uh, meditation techniques that are out there. It goes way beyond that. Um, and that first instance that proved to me, and this is really key, is that w- that I was more than than who uh, it was. I was more expansive than say that culmination of say all the experiences that I've had. And that was that first near death experience where I started to see my body float away, and I started to identify myself from a different perspective. Okay, uh, I was here, you know, in one point in time and my body was on the other side and I'm going, wow, how did I, you know, why am I here if I'm over there? So in my early twenties warehouse job, I, I used to unroll, unload rail cars, right? In college days. Uh, mm-hmm. and they had these moving walls inside the rail car. Uh, it was stuck. So I offered to say, climb up and start pulling while my team members were pulling from underneath. And then the wall gave way. Uh, and the thing that stopped me was my head. So my jaws got crushed, um, wow. very, very distorted neck. And, um, and that's when I started to pull away. And, and that's when I saw, I go, wow, that must really hurt. But why doesn't it hurt? Right. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, why am I over here? Because you see a mirror image of yourself and you think, although it's not a mirror image. And then you go, well, if I'm over here, then who's over there? And you start to see your body from, a, say, another. It's like another person's body. And then I realized at that instant that I was dead. I had crossed over. Uh, and then it's not like this terror or anxiety or anything like that came through. It was a space of, like, joy. It was a space of beauty. It was a space of grandness, completeness, you know, even at that level. And then... Uh, once I realized that I crossed over, I, uh, again, joyous experience, no negative thoughts or anything like that, uh, I transcended into the level. And, you know, people say that there's a tunnel of light, right? People go into the tunnel of light. People see their loved ones, which is the entrance of that tunnel of light. I ascended to the level where, 
you know, you read your life story or you re-experience your life story. Okay? And, and, that, and, and that level, it's not that you, your life flashes by you like you've heard. You actually re-experience your whole entire life, for me, about 22 years. Uh, within a matter of, say, a second or maybe a few seconds. So, uh, again, time and distance distortion. Okay? How do you live 22 years in a mere second? Those ideas of time and distance do not exist at that at those levels. So, uh, But the important thing that I want to press upon is that anything that happened, the negativity that we think in life that we have, you know, the, there was no I should have or I could have or why didn't I do this. Everything was in a, in, in a space of joy. It was a space of beauty. It was a space of completeness, no matter what experience that you had. And then somebody pulled into me, uh, or actually somebody pushed me out, and he goes, it's not your time yet. And then I came back into reality. And what did reality look like to you? Were you in the hospital? <laughs> reality, I saw just for a brief second, I started to feel the searing pain in my jaw and my neck. Uh, I blacked out, found myself in the hospital uh, with my jaws wired shut for about three, wow. four months. Yeah. Wow. The best time I've ever had. That was the best time you've ever had? <laughs> it's so crazy, Crystal. I know it's like a lot of pain and stuff. And no, it wasn't the pain medications, anything like that. Um, <laughs> but, but I started to see and say the real fabric of how, and this is, and this is where I got into the work of frequencies. You know, I started to see the real fabric of how life was created. You started to see beyond the veil of how life was created. And so were you picking up special powers or heightened intuition? Immediately after this experience? Yes. Uh, immediately after. Everything was a lot brighter. You know that your high-definition TVs? Mm -hmm. Life was like that. It was amazing. Uh, much more definition, much more purity. Uh, you saw the beauty in, in every experience. Uh, but more importantly, I started to see, say, the future vision. Uh, and that's really the beginning of how, uh, or that's that connection to exponential intelligence because now I notice that you know, there's an intelligence that guides us way beyond, say, our physical knowledge. Mm -hmm. And that's where mm -hmm. EI came in or the start of EI. Amazing. But mm -hmm. after that experience, you became a computer programmer. Of course. <laughs> 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 Took a little while, you know, graduated college, you know, became a mm -hmm. computer programmer. And just to fast forward, uh, you know, was very successful at programming, you know, um, made a lot of money and so on. Very successful again. Uh, I started to see, well, I used my abilities my intuition to create a mm -hmm. successful business. And then the second experience, which like uh, catapulted me, say, beyond uh, what most, well, what most people actually, even in the history of, of, of mankind, from what I'm seeing and from what I'm hearing from others, okay, uh, as far as my abilities go, is, is, is that uh, the second near-death experience was a drowning accident. We were in Belize. I got sucked into uh, cenotes. And again, we'll go into detail on say the step-by-step -step happenings uh, to really say open you up and help you understand. Okay, not my experience, but it allows you to experience it yourself. Okay, to help you open up yourself. Uh, but that was a drowning accident. I got sucked into uh, a cenotes, which is a hole in the river. Uh, it feeds underground waterfalls, caves, and so on. I couldn't crawl out. Uh, I, in fact, I was crawling out, and and my my fingers were pulled, my fingernails were pulled off. Uh, my back was like really like all bloody because I was trying to push myself against, say, uh, you know, the tunnel that I was mm -hmm. that I was sucked in. And then finally, I couldn't let go because the pressure of the water was so enormous. I submitted my will, really. 
And that's where those, that magic happened again. Uh, I saw my body float away. I sent it through the tunnel. Uh, I sent it through the rock and you can actually literally feel, you know how in movies sometimes they walk through walls, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. I, I really floated through the rock, felt the coolness of the water. And this time I felt myself say enter the tunnel, but I ascended through the layers or the, the floors of that tunnel into the beautiful blueness that's out there. Uh, and I call it a blueness because, and it's, it's, and it's a very different, say, hue or depth of blue that ever before here. Very, very beautiful, very, very grand, very limitless. First, what happened was at that level, you are totally complete. You have knowledge, right? You have access to all the knowledge that is and ever will be. Uh, again, you don't need anything. There's no security. There's no love. There's no, you know, there's no, you don't need money, nothing like that. You don't need your loved ones because, well, you are, uh, again, all that completeness. Uh, and then a few minutes or a few eons later, because there is no time, right? Uh, I don't know how long I was there. Uh, um, I think, according to my wife, I was gone for about eight, ten minutes. So wow. long time underwater mm-hmm. or wherever I was. But anyway, I, you know, the identity that you have with yourself, okay? mm-hmm. uh, the identity of a, a body that dissolves as well. Uh, the closest thing I can come is like, you know, some people have, who are under anesthesia, they're totally aware, uh, they're totally awake, but they can't feel their body. That's what it feels like. But then you go a step beyond where your consciousness is even gone. Your identity of who you are is even gone. Uh, and that's where you say blend into the vast universe that you are. And and, and, and the key point is that uh, that knowledge that's there of mm-hmm. uh, been tailored or groomed okay, to pull that knowledge into, uh, say, this physical reality or connect to it. Uh, and that's where I have, say, my abilities. And that's where I can... And that's where that exponential intelligence comes. Because again, the more you know, the vastness that's out there, the more expansive it gets for you. So after your second near-death experience, mm-hmm. did your life then completely change? Did you change Ooh. careers after that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you have no idea. <laughs> uh, yes, massive. Tr- I, I call it the dark nights. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, For three years, very, very distorted. And this happens to a lot of people who have had near-death experiences. And, and you know, most people who have a near-death experience, yes, it's an enlightening experience and so on, but then the heaviness that we hear, see here, really distorts you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it took me about three years to really understand, to really remove, say, the humanness of who we are, mm-hmm. where we can come or go beyond you know, the physical aspects of ourselves. Um, and then once you uh, stay in control of that, uh, that's where you get your gifts and so on. You know, and I'm not anything, say, special. Uh, yes, although I'm special, but this is this <laughs> gift is really all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all those abilities in ourselves. Uh, I'm here as a, say, a replica or as, a, as an example. Mm-hmm. Well, that was beautiful how you described your second near-death experience about the blue zone and how... Yes. Essentially, that was a, a state of being and having mm-hmm. feeling complete, yes. and and having exponential intelligence. Right. Um, you know, uh, another thing too is, is statistically, again, uh, I think there's about eight nine hundred near death documented experiences a day just here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So there's wow. a lot of near death. The difference where I went is past the tunnel 
way past the tunnel. And at that level, from what I'm understanding, is that very few individuals have gone past the tunnel into, say, that, uh, that spiritual bloom. Thank you for opening up and sharing with us about that. And if you're just starting out on this process, mm-hmm. or if you're an expert at any level, you get to participate in meta healings, and it can still benefit you, right? Oh, yes. Very, very definitely. It'll benefit you no matter what level you are. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I work actually on individuals uh, in India who have run, you know, meditation houses and so on for, you know, 10, 20, I don't know, uh, 40, 50 years, you know, as a cumulative age, and they come to me. It, it does go that deep. It does go beyond, say, what's out there currently. Wow. And I would love to talk to you more about meta healing in another yes. podcast. Um, I understand meta healing is another term you created. <laughs> yes, I did coin a meta healing. <laughs> uh, I'm an inventor at heart. Um, <laughs> uh, Great. Meta healing. Uh, it's an in- interesting terminology. Uh, and it's really very, very, say, expansive. Uh, and this is how I've changed or trying to help transform or heal a lot of people's lives is that the meta healing is I guide you into a nice deep meditative state, okay? Um, and then while you're in a deep meditative state acknowledging your body, what I do is I work on you at an admin level. So basically I reprogram you, okay? At your higher self level, okay? Or your blueprint level. Uh, together we combine forces, okay? I don't know if you guys looked at uh, my website, but that's where the massive transformations come about. Uh, by the way, even this podcast, although I don't know anything about you, will help transform you into a higher self. Because okay? uh, it's not about me. It's not me working on you specifically. It's about me, say, opening you up to your higher self. Your higher self awakens, goes, looks around, goes, wow, what's not right here? We're not abundant here, right? Uh, we're not in abundance. So once that your higher self comes in, checks it out, you're not abundant. It's like, well, I need to. Be, we need to be abundant, and that's how your life transforms. This happened to again tens of thousands of individuals. That's amazing, and thank you so much, Moss, for having me on your first podcast. Thank you. It's been a, my pleasure. And now we get to participate in a meta healing with you. Yes, exactly. Uh, and, and again, no matter if you've done this before, no matter if you've meditated before or anything like that, it doesn't matter. I guide you into much, much deeper, uh, levels of meditation and so on. Uh, another key is, or another key difference before Mm -hmm. we end, very, very different is the meta, meta healings. Uh, there's thousands of different meditation styles out there. Uh, they all tend to help you exit your body, right? You connect to a higher level somewhere else. Uh, these meta healings pull your spirit or your higher self around you, okay? So you're in a pleasant state 24-7 rather than just that half hour that you're, you know, trying to meditate. So uh, very, very important. Would you say that metahealing is one of the foundational tools for exponential intelligence? Yes, definitely. You already know the intelligence that's there. Uh, I'm just helping you say remember by removing all the baggage, all the distortions that's been created for you from, you know, this lifetime, uh, your familial lineage and so on. So let's go ahead and start with the meta healing. All right. Crystal, thanks for, thanks for your time. I hope to see you on another podcast. Awesome. Thank you. I'm ready for the meta healing. Let's go ahead and notice the way you are sitting, standing, lying down. And again, just to break free from anything that uh, you've done before, let's have you stand up if you can physically stand up. 
If you can't, that's fine too, but I highly encourage you standing up, especially for your first go around. Now that we're ready, wiggling into that perfect position, let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. Nice deep breath in, inhaling through the nose, holding it for a second or two, and then exhaling, letting go. Allowing ourselves to come into this point in time by noticing your body. Noticing your body, noticing your environment, whether your eyes are open, noticing your environment, looking around, right? Look, looking at the floor, ceiling, what's in front of you, what's around you. If your eyes are closed, imagining what was around you. Another deep breath in as I start working on you. Again, acknowledging the group dynamics. Right? A lot of people on, on podcasts here, whether you're listening to it as a recording or live, it doesn't really matter. We'll talk about that later on. Okay? The reason why we're in a group is because it creates power. Right? There's always power in numbers. Uh, we take opportunity, advantage of that. It creates the mastermind. Anytime two or more individuals get together, creating that mastermind, in this case, a pure essence of ourselves, uh, to help us break free from anything that we've gotten stuck in. And then to push us through any blocks that we may have had to open up different realities, different choices for ourselves. Noticing how you're feeling, you might be feeling a little different, although we just started just a few seconds ago. Taking another phenomenal breath in. Holding it. And then as we release, asking ourselves, how do I connect the pure source even stronger? Nothing religious, nothing spiritual. Explain that in a podcast. But again, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? The more you ask it, the clearer that question gets for you. On the exhale, coming into the top of your head, tip top of your head, and then feeling that release, that relaxation coming through the top, the back of your head, the forehead, the eyebrows, the eyes, the nose, right? upper lip, lower lip, all the details of the face, the chin, relaxing that jawline as I continue to work on you. Coming into the ears, and again, wrapping around into the back. Although your face has been with you, your entire life, how many times have we actually, say, looked into the mirror while we were shaving, while we were putting on makeup? How, how many times have we looked back into those eyes staring at us? Start doing that. You'll be amazed how much you can transform just by doing that. As I invite, help you invite your spirit back in and around you, by taking an inviting breath in, going deeper, holding it, releasing, letting go, acknowledging the left side of the brain. On the exhale, going over to the right side. And then on the exhale, coming into that central space in the brain. Very nice. 
Just noticing whatever you're feeling. As I continue to work on you. No, we've tried to meditate. We've tried to connect. We've goal set and all that. Very simple process. Very, very simple process. Again, you guide yourself. You welcome your higher self into your physical form or around your physical form. It gets what it needs. Completeness in physical form, that experience of physical say, actions, emotions. In return, it gives you what you need. Health, wealth, better relationships, connection of, to self, a general sense of self-well-being. Beautiful breath in. As we go even deeper on the exhale, going into the neck, the throat area. If you do have physical issues in this area, and it might sound strange to you, but I can adjust you just like a chiropractor. Again, physical frequencies, physical level, uh, uh, frequency level, obviously. I'm not there physically changing you, although this uh, will, say, change your physical being. There we go. Again, we'll talk about the details on future podcasts for now, just noting how you're feeling. As we tend to release, relax, let go, especially in the shoulders, right? Feeling those shoulders get a little heavier right through the arms, upper arms, forearms, hands, fingertips, and right out the fingertips. Sense of completeness as we go deeper. Inhaling. Holding. And then releasing. Coming into the heart, the lungs, the ribs, wrapping around into the spine. Complete breath in again. On the exhale, going even lower from the mid-back down to the lower back. Down to the tailbone. Again, if you have physical issues with the spine, it's working on you at the physical level. Uh, sorry, spiritual level frequency level, whatever you want to call it. There we go. Perfect. And then wrapping around to the front, right, the abdominal area, the groin area, the hips, the butt, the tailbone. And bringing your complete sense of awareness into you, into your body.
thus becoming more present, more complete. Whether your mind chatters, doesn't matter. Whether you're focusing in on something else, you'll note it's a lot easier to come into this point in time. Whether meditation hasn't worked with you before, again, those things don't matter. I bypass all that for you simply by allowing you to be yourself as we take another beautiful breath in, holding it, releasing, letting go, going into groin area through the legs, thighs, the knees, the calves, the shins. Again, noticing all the details right, right through into the tops of the feet, right out the bottoms of the feet. Just going to let you be in quiet as I continue to work on you. Go ahead and take a nice deep breath in as we end. If you want to stay in this space, feel free to do so. On the exhale, for those who can't. Let it go. Again, letting go of anything else that we need to let go. Coming more complete into our body. Still staying connected to that higher self, uh, that pure source connection. Feeling relaxed, refreshed, or maybe a little disoriented. If you're not feeling uh, all that hot, again, a sense of detox you coming through as you release the distortions of yourself okay. just be aware of that that's all right very good guys thanks for being here i uh, look forward to seeing you on the next podcast take care